0: Welcome to Tripping Over the Barrel, a series that highlights the unique personalities within the oil and gas industry and the stories they have to share with your hosts and lead storytellers, Tilo and Dr. Funkenstein.
1: Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens, and welcome to the introductory episode of Tripping Over the Barrel, a lighthearted look at what happens in the oil and gas industry in real life. My name is Jeremy Funk, and my partner in crime is Tim Lozer.
0: Hey guys, we're excited to be starting this podcast series. The goal of the podcast is to tell us kind of stories of the oil field. Some of these will be kind of lessons that we've learned, usually the hard way, uh, and lessons that our guests have learned. Uh, The stories are designed to be kind of fun and easy to listen to, so we seek first to entertain and look at the light side of the business.
1: So a little background here, Tim and I worked together for a few years, and once we parted ways, we kept in touch pretty consistently and always talked about the crazy shit that happened to us on the road. Some good, some bad, some like the best German restaurant in Pittsburgh.
0: And don't forget the best fried tacos in Denver.
1: Right. Or potentially a hotel to stay at that doesn't have bedbugs in Midland, Texas. Or
0: uh, you've missed the last flight of the day in Bakersfield and what do you do now?
1: Exactly. So Tim had mentioned a few times that he wanted to write a coffee table book about all these stories he's picked up from his time in the patch. And a few weeks ago, I reached out to him and said, let's do a podcast. Here we are.
0: Yeah. So as we go into this series, we need to first thank uh, Digital Wildcatters, Jacob Corley and Colin McClellan, and as well as Julie, kind of for bringing us into their platform. They've mentored us to make this launch very easy. And uh, we're happy to be joining the Digital Wildcatters family of shows.
1: Absolutely. Big thanks to the bros at Digital Wildcatters, the founders of BroPack. Get your gear. It's available.
0: Yeah, I was shocked to see that they actually had gear for BROPEC. they have got hats and everything. So, yeah, it's, it's really happening. So, Jeremy, perhaps the best place to start is to kind of introduce ourselves to the listeners and how we got to this point. Um, Jeremy, it's always baffled me. How does a young Jewish man from New England with an education in liberal arts and American history find his way into the oil patch?
1: I wonder that myself sometimes, Tim. I actually grew up in New Hampshire, sort of in the middle of nowhere. I think in the history of the state of New Hampshire, there's been three dry holes drilled, and that's about it. So to me, oil and gas was you get an oil change every 3,000 miles, and you fill up your gas tank to get from point A to point B. Uh, After graduating high school in New Hampshire, went to college at Brandeis University, a liberal arts school. After I finished there, I'm about 23 years old thinking, all right, I've spent my entire life within about 100 miles. I'm going to do the proverbial go West, young man got into software sales, and then was recruited into upstream oil and gas software sales at the end of 2007. My first day on the job, oil was 130 bucks a barrel. How about you, Tim?
0: Oh, wow. Uh, t- things have certainly changed, haven't they? A little bit. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I grew up an Air Force brat, lived in 12 places before, uh, before I graduated college. Uh, father was a fighter pilot, you know, so that's kind of what I wanted to do, aerospace engineering. I'm at school at a and studying aerospace and decided I wanted to change majors. So I just went out shopping for money. Uh, Petroleum Engineering Department was basically giving scholarships to anybody who could breathe. So I just figured I'd take their money for a couple years and figure out what I wanted to do. Turns out I liked it. Graduated and uh, went to work immediately into uh, East Texas uh, running cement jobs. And uh, eventually found my way into a small technology software company, went from through technical support all the way up into uh, into sales. I've always gravitated towards the kind of small technology sales and, and really, uh, really loved it. So that's where I got here.
1: Awesome. So like Tim mentioned earlier, the goal of this podcast is to take a look at the lighter side of life in the oil and gas industry. We are new to this and anticipate that the series will morph as we get feedback and have additional guests on the show, but we're excited to see where this all takes us.
0: Yeah. So right now we're uh, kicking this series off in the middle of the COVID-19 quarantine and just a couple days after the uh, first negative WTI oil price and looks like we're heading in the same direction. So we're certainly entering what could be a very dark time for the global economy and certainly for the industry. Perhaps this podcast will add a little bit of fun and light into the experience.
1: It's been fun for us so far, so I hope to share that with you guys. In the coming weeks, we'll bring you guys episodes on, and this is near and dear to me and Tim being sales guys, When to shut, knowing when to shut the hell up, visiting the field for the first time, and the crazy things that happen while traveling.
0: Yeah, so we're looking forward to these topics and a whole bunch of others and seeing where this goes. So we're happy to have you along for the ride and look forward to future episodes. Thank you. See you soon, guys.